0: Hey, This is Gratuitous. Welcome to Music Production Made Simple, the show that focuses on best practices about music production, which is based on FL Studio. If you're wanting to become the best producer, you could be, subscribe, and listen weekly. You can also check out my courses, which teach you the principles and basics of music production that'll get you up and running quickly. In addition, I also have books on Amazon and tons of music on Spotify. Always feel free to hit me up at hi at itsgratuitous.com. So let's get into the episode. All right, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 26. So welcome to the new year, Um, You know, I have a lot of things I want to tackle this year in a sense of uh, products and courses and stuff like that. Um, I actually have two ideas for books that I want to finish. I have like an FL Studio Beginners book that I'm working on, which (laughs) I've been working on it for a while. Uh, I just don't have the time, you know, just kind of juggling different things around. But I do want to set aside some time to release that, get it on Amazon as well as a piano book uh, with pictures and stuff like that. Uh, I think that'll be really, really helpful to a lot of you guys, especially for those of you who have taken my piano course. So with that said, I just want to let you guys know, I've just released a brand new piano course. Okay. So now that I have nice camera, nice microphone, all that stuff. Uh, So I created this piano course before I had all that nicer gear and it was my best, it was my best selling course out of all of my courses. And I, taught the piano from a beat maker's perspective trying to teach you you know what as you know as a beat maker what do you need to know to play the piano okay and really it comes down to knowing improvisation and knowing how to create catchy loops and in order to improvise you have to know what notes and keys you're allowed to play which also dictates what chords you're allowed to play okay and now that I got this higher quality gear this video gear I decided to revamp that best-selling piano course, okay? So the new piano course is called Piano Lessons for Producers. And I break down, you know, how a piano works, you know, what are you looking at when you look at that piano, keys, chords, scales. Um, But I also give you guys some kind of, practice examples too so you can kind of get up and running a little bit faster. So again, you guys can just check out piano lessons for producers. I'll leave the link in the resource section. I've also released another course. It's called um, you know, how to use automation clips in FL Studio. Um, you know, I just want to kind of keep covering all these kind of common uh problem areas for newer producers. And if you have any questions, you know, if you want to if you want me to, to create a course on a certain Uh, you know, topic like that, you know, because I've already created one on how to use an audio interface, how to use a MIDI keyboard, uh, now automation clips, right? These are kind of just small, specific, targeted areas. And if you have questions similar to that, you know, send me an email, hi, so hi, at itsgratuitous.com, and I can easily create another course specifically just for that. And if you are a member, you know, you guys always get these courses for free. So that's a huge perk. There's the monthly as well as the lifetime membership Okay, so I want to get into this episode and talk about, um, you know, so nowadays with so much information being available to us, it's really important to know how to learn faster. Okay, Uh, even if you search this into Google, I'm sure you're going to get tons and tons of videos. Um, But really, the thing is, is cutting out the fluff of your life, you know, so when you go to research a topic, you're going to find so many different websites that, you know, are talking about that topic. But sometimes they copy each other websites. So for example, sometimes a website would go to another website, they read, you know, their main points, and now they start writing an article based off of the other person's article. So being a producer... There is actually a lot to learn and you always have to constantly be reading. I remember for myself when I first started, so maybe a couple of years into producing, maybe about two or three years in, I uh, ended up purchasing the FabFilter Pro Bundle, okay? So I ended up getting like Pro-L, Pro-Q, Pro-C, Pro-DS, uh, Pro-G, and then eventually when they came up with the multiband Pro-MB, I bought that separately as well. But I remember that... You know, I couldn't get any information on, us. you know, some of their features that they had, you know, for example, they have um, like the K metering. Now I'm speaking like the very, very first editions, the first volumes of FabFilter. Now they're on like version three, you know, just to kind of give you a reference point that I'm still using like the old gear that I've bought a long time ago and it still works really, really well. So again, you know, be careful of gear lust. You don't always have to buy the newest, the nicest. You have to buy what works for you. Okay. But I remember reading through the manuals of each plugin. Okay. Because if you talk about a limiter, for example, like there's a lot of information about a limiter and all like what all like the knobs do, for example, like look ahead. Um, and if you're talking about like dither and um, you know, oversampling, you know, these words and you're just like, whoa, like, okay, so now we're kind of getting technical. Like you don't just have to know, just kind of like you know, how to count beats anymore. It's now like you're actually learning how digital audio works. And by reading these manuals, it was like going directly to the source for the information. Okay. So that has been one good way for me to learn how to get direct information. Now, not to say that these manuals are always right. You know, you always want to maybe double check, just do some research. But for the most part, you know, the person developing the plugin is knowledgeable. You know, it takes a lot of knowledge to Program these VSTs, okay? I've looked into it, and eventually, I do want to learn how to code my own. I uh, just, you know, over the years, producing. Sometimes you think about something you're like, "Oh, I think that'd be pretty cool," but it's just, you know, the blockage there is to, is knowing how to code, right? And the time to code it. Okay, so some other things I want to talk about about learning how to research and you know find these questions because, okay, so in beat making, I guess production as a whole, we have different stages of production. And in each different stage, that is actually a professional engineer's job in the real world, okay? So for example, if we talk about a beat maker, okay? So that is one person's trade within this industry. They are a beat maker. Then we have the mixing engineer, you know? They are actually, actually like, that is their job. They mix the music with EQ, compression. And then there's the arranger, okay? So there's professional arrangers within this music industry. But you see, when you are a bedroom producer... And you're trying to do this all yourself, you may not be aware of it, but you're actually taking on the role of many different people's jobs, and you're essentially becoming like that real producer, the one man band show. Okay, um, and with that said, you have to know how to obtain the knowledge and you know keep it. You have to you have to know how to read and keep that knowledge. Okay, because it's really easy to read a book. But then to retain that knowledge and remember what you've read, that is what the hard part is, okay? And so being a music producer, you're going to constantly keep coming up with the, you know, these certain uh, terms will keep coming up, such as like the Nyquist theorem or, you know, your, your sample rate or like your bit depth. And it's just like, well, what, are these, what do these things actually mean? Um, now, just because the information is there doesn't mean you have to know it. A lot of the time, it is nice to know the information. You know, it it kind of uh, pushes your knowledge. If you were to talk in like an interview or something, you know, you'd be able to relate to what they're talking about. Um, Because you know, if if you're going to continue in this industry, if you become a a professional in in whatever role you're being—that beat maker or mixing engineer, whatever—you know, you want to have that knowledge so that if the interviewer asks you a question, you know, you can kind of speak a little bit about, you know, what's going on, or at least have an awareness of like, oh, yeah, you know, I've, I've heard about that. I've looked into it. I didn't fully understand it. But I know what you're saying. Now, let's talk about Google, for example. So here's a kind of cool trick. It's more of like an SEO. So a search engine optimization. So if you guys are trying to, you know, get your website out there a little bit more and stuff like that, I'm sure you've watched some tutorials on SEO. It just helps you get your you know, your website at the top of Google organically, okay? So without paying for advertising, okay? When someone searches in a term or a keyword, your website is hopefully comes up top because, you know, either you've blogged about it or in your product, in your product description, you've, you know, wrote certain keywords. Now, there's actually different ways you can type into Google to make certain, I guess, search terms come up better, Okay, so, for example, if you put apostrophes around certain words, it makes sure that those words have to go like in that order and stuff like that. I believe it's what's called phrase matching. Um, It's really, really powerful stuff. I would even just go to Google and just type, you know, how to search into Google better or advanced Google search tricks. These are super, super helpful. Like, for example, sometimes if you're trying to learn about like, certain features on a compressor or something sometimes like you're searching but sometimes it might overlap into like a different industry sometimes so you know let's say you're and I'm just making this up but this has happened to me so many times you know with just even if even even if I'm searching about something for like a kitchen item and then it relates to like something for like a sports something right so Sometimes when you go to search, a different industry kind of keeps coming up, but it's just like, oh, well, I want I'm wanting to find this specific term. So by using these more advanced Google search terms uh, or search techniques, such as like the apostrophes, or you can use like the the square brackets and stuff like that, uh, it allows you to hone in more on what your search result is going to be. Okay, again, you guys can just read more into this stuff. I just want you to be aware of it because being that music producer. There is so much that you actually have to read and learn, okay? And you may not be aware of it, but like I'm saying, if you're going to be learning how to be that beat maker, you guys got to be learning about, you know, some music theory. You got to be learning about like the rhythm, be learning about VSTs, um, you know, how to use your music program, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if we go into the mixing, okay, so now you have to be learning about frequencies, you have to be learning about testing on different systems, you know, so for example, just because it sounds good in your studio doesn't mean it's going to sound good out there in the real world, which is called translation, right? Uh, you have to be knowing about EQ, how to use the mixer, all like the different signal routing, you know, if you're going to be be doing like parallel processing or uh, just different techniques to make your music sound professional and at an industry standard, if we're going to be talking about mastering, right? So there's so much knowledge in each of these subcategories within making the beat, okay? And because there's so much knowledge, it can become, you know, you can become very very overwhelmed. And I felt this way many times when I first started up producing music. And now that I've gotten older, now that I've been doing this for quite a while, you know, I don't find myself reading as much into some of the kind of easier things such as like you know what does the attack do on a compressor like what does the release do it's like now i already know that but if i were to go and read a topic on those it just helps solidify my understanding even more okay so the whole point of this episode was more just we as producers actually have a lot to read and a lot to learn Okay, you should be getting your information directly from the VST manuals or your uh, actual music programs manual. Okay, they break things down very, very straightforward, right to the point. You know, I guess a good saying is like straight from the horse's mouth. Okay, but being that producer first starting up, you know, you're just trying to figure out the music program. And then after you've kind of figured out your music program, now you're actually figuring out how to make a beat, like, you know, in a sense of like your drum loop. Like you may, you may be struggling to even get like that drum loop even to flow because it might be out of sync or, you know, your rhythm might be weird. And then you go to add your instrument in and you just don't know like the timing. So you have to learn all that stuff. Okay. And really that is like the most basic that you can get as a producer and then once you start getting more advanced, now you're going to be learning about, you know, like layering, you're going to be learning about the, the different places where you can place your sounds. Okay. You know, if you want to jump into like the piano now and like a MIDI keyboard, you have to be learning about your gear, your MIDI keyboard, your audio interface, headsets, you know, do you want an open back headset or do you want a closed back? And from in my opinion, I would suggest an open back it gives you more natural sound as you're mixing your music, you know, but the reason why they have all these different tools and stuff is because there's different uh, time to use that tool. Okay. Okay. So I just want to let you guys be aware that, you know, when you actually research, when you're reading, it takes time. Okay. And just because you've read something today doesn't mean you're going to retain it tomorrow. It may be you have to come back and read it a month later. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, now it clicks. Okay. So don't get overwhelmed. If you don't understand something right now, don't worry. Keep making your music, you know, keep growing. Um, Eventually, you know, you're going to read that same paragraph later on. could be a year, could be two years from now, and it clicks. And you're just like, why did I find that so hard earlier on? And again, it's just because you have so many things going on in your mind when you're first starting producing, especially, you know, if this is just a little side hobby, right? There's a lot to learn. And there's going to be a lot of reading, and I'm just going to warn you that right now. But it's important that you learn how to research properly. In addition, you also have to learn how to ask the right questions, okay? Um, Again, a lot of these websites, they write articles that are based off of other articles. And you just want to find the information that you want that is direct and to the point. Again, manuals are really, really helpful. Forums are pretty dangerous, Don't get me wrong, sometimes you can really find that one little nugget of information and it's just like, oh, that's what I was looking for for so long. But it's a lot of opinion-based stuff on forums, so you just got to be careful of just the opinion stuff. For myself, you know, I do have my own opinions. I try to be pretty transparent. And if I do give my opinion, I'll kind of give you most of the time like both sides to the argument. Be like, you know let's say we're talking about like uh, mixing the low end or something, you know, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I'll do it this way. I know a lot of people in the industry do it this way. However, I like it. I like doing it this way for this reason. Okay. So that's this episode. It wasn't so much music production related, but the thing is to get good at music production, there's a lot of reading involved, which does relate to music production. Okay. So I just want to remind you, My new piano course is now released. Again, it was my best seller out of all of my courses. I now have 22 music production courses, okay? This one is called Piano Lessons for Producers. It teaches you so much about the piano from a beat maker's perspective because the whole problem there is that if you go to YouTube, you search into YouTube, you know, how to play the piano, right? Or even how to play the piano for beginners, okay? Again, those are like the keywords, right? You know, when I was talking to you about like SEO and, uh, you know, trying to f- asking the right questions. Okay. So beginners would be like the keyword for someone first starting. And they're going to typically be teaching you just how to play the piano from a classical standpoint or, uh, you know, kind of teaching you how to read sheet music. But think about it. As a beat maker, we do not need to know sheet music ever. You could make a lot of money by being a music producer and not know how to read sheet music. And I teach you from a beatmaker's perspective how to play this piano so that you can improvise. Improvisation just means that you can literally create melodies on the fly. Okay, you don't have to worry about any, um, you know, any sheet music, knowing how to read, you know, music or anything. You just have to know how a piano works in a sense of the notes, your octaves, how keys and scales work, because that dictates what notes you are actually allowed to play on a piano. Okay. When I first started making beats, playing the piano, I was always able to hit like the white notes. and But then as soon as I I would go to add the black notes in, I was confused because it would always sound, you know, out of pitch. And so a piano has 12 notes, okay, per octave, okay? And then it just repeats every single octave. But when you pick a key and a scale, you're actually only allowed to play seven notes. And by you understanding that, it's actually a game changer. And I say that because instead of you trying to figure out what notes you're even allowed to play, now it's just a matter of trying to find a melody with the notes that you know that you are allowed to play. Now, that's still hard. Don't get me wrong. You know, trying to find that melody is still, it takes skill, okay? But it's a lot easier than Trying to figure out what notes you're allowed to play, rather than knowing the notes and then just trying to find the melody. Okay, so in that piano course called Piano Lessons for Producers, I teach you from a beatmaker's perspective. You know, you guys, you guys will actually learn how to play the piano with both hands, improvisation on the fly. Um, you know, I can only get you so far. I can give you the knowledge. It is up to you to practice. But it'll be a huge eye-opener for you. And then when you go to make your beats, you can just truly excel. So if you do want to get that course, I have it in my membership. So just come to itsgratuitous.com. There is a monthly or lifetime membership. Lifetime gives you access to all courses and all future courses. Um, okay, so I just want to let you guys be aware of that because it has been my best seller. It has helped so many producers. I don't want to keep driving it home to you, but it has helped so many producers. I've gotten so many awesome five star reviews saying like, thank you, thank you, thank you, that kind of stuff. And now it's just a revamped version of that piano course now with high quality gear. Okay, so if you guys have any questions ever, just always feel free to reach out to me. Okay, this is, you know, I I, I like to to teach, I like to produce music. um, And, you know, if you guys want some advice, I'm always here uh, to answer your questions. So thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode and take care. Thanks for checking out the episode. If you had any questions, visit itsgratuitous.com slash podcast, select an episode, and submit your question at the bottom of the page to the contact form. If you'd like to take my FL Studio courses, see my current studio and podcasting gear, read my books, or are interested in lessons, visit the link itsgratuitous.com slash learning. That page will redirect you to more info and resources. I hope the best with your productions. I'm Gratuitous, and I'll see you in the next episode.